welcome back, everybody. It's time for the Everybody Counts podcast, and we are excited to start some coverage and discussion of Bosch Legacy. Now, the series is not here yet, but it has been announced to premiere on May 6th on IMDb TV. So we have sort of a teaser trailer. Sounds like we're going to get a a longer, fuller trailer uh, coming up soon, but we want to talk about what's dropped already, talk about some observations, maybe a few predictions, just kind of what we think we see, what we like. Yeah. So I got my pals here. I've got Officer Pete. Are you still going to be Officer Pete? I don't know, man. I'm, de- I'm debating retirement and becoming private investigator Pete, Pete P.I. So I will let P-P-I. everybody know as the season progresses. Pete P.I. <laughs> P-P-I. It, it has a ring. It does. It does have a ring. I like it. So, all right, we're shaking it up too, folks. And then we have Mike Bosch Trivia Guy here joining us tonight. What's up, Mike? Not too much. How's everybody doing out there? I hope everybody's doing great. And I hope everybody's got May 6th marked on their calendars. So before we get into our discussion, I'll give a little bit of information that the production has passed down about scheduling because there have been, you know, some questions about where do I find it? If I don't have IMDb TV, you know, how many episodes are we going to get at once? It's a little bit different than what we uh, were used to with the original series. So I'm just going to just pass along some of that information that's been on Michael Conley's uh, Twitter page. So just run through that real quick in case anyone needs this information. All right, so it will begin streaming in May. So May 6th, the first four episodes will be available for streaming, followed by two episodes each on the next three Fridays. So that's a total of 10 episodes. So four will drop, four episodes, then two, two, and two. So uh, it's, it's great that we still get more than one. It's really hard to stop watching at one. So <laughs> on any given Friday, we'll at least get more than just the one. He also shared that season one continues some plot lines from season seven. They're uh, drawing from the novel, The Wrong Side, Wrong Side of Goodbye, which was a 2016 novel, but the series also has some new storylines. So we've got some from the original series, some brand new ones, some from The Wrong Side of Goodbye. So that's a mixed bag. It'll be interesting to see what we get. Um, and of course, It's streaming on IMDb TV, and he explains it as a free ad-supported streaming service and as a free channel with Prime Video. Um, It's an app you can add on your smart TV or a Roku-like device. And again, I'm reading this straight from his uh, Twitter. And he also points out, if you do not have IMDb TV in your country, you'll be able to stream Bosch Legacy via Prime Video in May. So that sounds like good news all around for everyone. I think. So what do you guys think of the rollout schedule? Not having it all at once. I kind of enjoy that because then I can slowly savor the four episodes when it drops the first day. I actually requested only a half day of work that day. So that way I can get home and kind of dive in and watch those first four episodes. So sure. What about you, Pete? You're shaking your heads. So as a podcaster, (laughs) right? This is great news. You know, because you you can you know give yourself a room to breathe, and it allows you to schedule yeah. you know yeah. and 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 let things breathe for a minute. However, however, <laughs> I know you know, and the world out there knows that as soon as that episode four is over, the first <laughs> thing you're going to say is, 
man, I gotta wait a week for two more and then go rewatch the first four. So let's just yeah. let's just not fool ourselves here, people. That's right. Well, here's the thought. Inevitably, you're gonna rewatch, right? Because you're so into it, you go right through whatever you have. So inevitably, you're gonna go back and rewatch. So yeah, you're gonna go, you're still gonna go back and rewatch those four, but maybe you can absorb more at once if it's only in four and then two and two and two you know it could take it in more because sometimes when you get it all at once you may end up watching it three times within two weeks and picking up new stuff all the time so i don't know it'll be interesting to see if we digest it differently with this kind of schedule and i personally you made a good point about the podcasting but i also personally enjoy some like appointment slash date night television I really do like looking forward to it as a group. You know, we all wait for that drop date for the seven seasons of the original series, but now we get to look forward to what four different drop nights, you know, gathering together, being excited together and a lot to talk about in between. So I'm down with it. And as far as ads, I'm cool with that. I grew up on ads. I mean, that's just, that's all I knew for so long. So that's, that's interesting that we had, you know, two totally different opinions and we're able to discuss it and figure it out. Um, I would like to hear what the rest of the world's opinion is. So, guys, feel free to email us what you think. Um, yeah. Ten episodes in a row compared to splitting up four, two, two. What do you guys like better? Let us know and we'll discuss it in the podcast. Yep. You can always uh, email us at um, Bosch at so many shows.com. Um, and maybe also the, uh, the, the uh, format with the bean commercials. Maybe let us know your your opinions on that. I'm happy just to get more Bosch content. So I'll gladly put up with commercials for it. So absolutely. I'll take it any way I can get it. Yes, I agree with that. And also knowing that the writers took that into account in the writing, because you have to write differently when you're going to have commercial breaks or some types of interruptions. And Tom Bernardo talked about that in in my interview with him, uh, I guess it was back in July. So if you haven't listened to that, check that out, because he had some good information about how they were approaching the writing differently based on a new format. So I, I think we can be hopeful in that regard because they were planning for that. How do you write and where do you break? Where do you create breaks so that it makes sense? So it's not like just right in the middle of something that just, you know, irritates the heck out of you. You know, so, doesn't so make I was sense. Gonna, oh, go ahead, Pete. No, I was going to say, I was going to save this for later on in the podcast but mike touched on it and now you're talking about it so um Mm -hmm. yeah real quick so this is considered a spinoff correct yes okay and in the past you know we don't get many spinoffs of our favorite shows because you think about some of the good shows that been out there you know lost colony you know you don't get spinoffs from these shows and they were really good Mm -hmm. certain shows even um from back in the day like cheers which was a really good long-running show with good numbers Mm -hmm. got a spinoff with frazier and such Mm -hmm. but um i'm grateful yeah, that, you know, one of my favorite shows ended. And the one thing that the fans always wish for, which is more this, more that we got more Bosch. So yeah. you got to give me commercials. You know, that's fine. I mean, you know, I have no problem watching commercials, putting up with any stipulation. I'm just grateful that we get more more content that involve that involves Bosch. So, yeah, yeah. I'm OK with everything. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it the, the way I can get it. I, you're right. It's, it's a rarity to really get a good, solid spinoff and uh so i'm i'm excited for that and it's never i always like to take the opportunity when you talk about being so grateful to get more bosch to always express our gratitude to hashtag team bosch 
who worked so hard with a campaign to get us more Bosch and say, hey, we need it, we want it, we're gonna devour it, bring it back. So um, thanks to that, that group of dedicated fans and all the fans that have expressed how much they love Bosch. And, and now we have some more to enjoy. So let's get into it a little bit. We've, we were told from the beginning that it was gonna be, um, the, the main headliners were gonna be uh, Titus Welliver as Harry Bosch, Madison Lintz as Maddie Bosch, and um, Mimi Rogers as Honey Money Chandler. So we knew that going into it and we see all three of those characters uh, obviously in the trailer. Is there anything about those three characters that you noticed in the teaser that just sort of stood out to you that was different from the original series? I'll start with one. I think Bosch seems happier. He seems more lighthearted. He seems like he has sort of a weight lifted off his shoulders. Now, granted, we'll get more into it. He's always got his trouble, but just his demeanor, he seems kind of fresh and, and ready to approach things a different way. He was we slowly saw him getting kind of beaten down with the system as a detective. So now as a private investigator, I, I, I noticed a visible difference, like just in his face and demeanor. Did you all agree with that? And what is something you noticed about one of those three characters? I absolutely agree with that. Cause in one, I don't know if we're going to break down the trailer by scene by scene, but in the scene where Bosch is being told to back down, back off, and he just kind of smirks at the guy that's telling him that. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What about you, Pete? So the thing I noticed, which, you know, we were kind of discussing a little bit about it earlier is that it was a whole lot of Maddie and a whole lot of Bosch and a very little amount of Chandler. Mm-hmm. So my, I guess this, to be a prediction or just a guess that she's going to be involved in it, but not as significant as the Bosch and Maddie aspect. I think it's going to be more okay. vocalized, you know, focused on them. Mm-hmm. So I, um, I did, like I said, I did notice that um, as far as Bosch being more calm and happy. I mean, we could say that now, but <laughs> I hate to play devil's advocate, but you know, once Maddie's out there running around, you know, chasing bad guys and she runs into a bad guy that Bosch would normally deal with, He's not going to be so happy. He's going to be more worried. I feel it's going to be. It's a different look. It's a different mm-hmm. way we're going to see him. We will. And here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I've been watching this guy since 1994 because he appeared on an episode of New York on the cover that I used to watch, and I've seen every episode of that from '94. So I've been watching this guy for what 28 years or something like that. Mm-hmm. And if there's one thing I know from everything I've seen is he always can change his emotions to match the character. Oh, sure. So now yeah. that we have Bosch in a different level with a different scenery and different, you know, mindset, and he's not worried about himself so much anymore compared to he's worried about Maddie now, mm-hmm. you know, he's going to nail it. Titus is going to nail it. I just want to see, you know, what they put him through and what he has to, how, he, how far does he have to go to turn it? Because mm-hmm. we know what he's capable of and we know what he's normally like as a character. So right. let's see how deep he has to go with this season when it's no longer him on the line. Where, you know, he could be a cowboy and he never really, you know, cared about himself. He was just trying to out for justice. Mm-hmm. When his daughter's involved now, I feel like it's, that's going to be a big aspect of this whole thing. That's and, a good um, point. Because yeah, uh, I want to see about him carrying that weight on his shoulders before. But you're right. Now it's a little bit of a different kind of weight. He's got the weight of Maddie being out on the street. Uh, and she's out to... there. It's not like yeah. she's, he might run into trouble. Oh, I mean, you know, yeah. bad things happen. It's, I'm looking street. for bad yeah. guys. Yeah. Yeah. She's a beat cop. So, yeah, for sure. So good points, good points. Well, something I noticed about Money Chandler just kind of caught me a little bit 
not by surprise, but just something that stood out to me uh, when she in the teaser, you know, we know the premises that she's going to wants Bosch to, to work for her and work together on some things. So we don't know to what degree or um, how much that's going to be, if it's going to be a regular thing or whatever, but she's trying to get him to help be a witness for a case. And he's like, no, I don't work with defense attorneys. And she says, even I forget exactly how she says it, but she's like, even if it's trying to get to the truth, and the she's pursuit talking of about truth the is pursuit, something. Okay. Yeah. So the pursuit of the truth, which is interesting for her because I think she's always kept her job very much about the goal of the job. What is her job? It's to win. It's to help that client. So it was interesting to see her talk about the truth and talk about it a little bit more, I don't know, how do we say it? Just, just the bigger picture, I guess, you know, that it's, it was, it was just a little bit broader than I'm here to win. I need your help to win this. It was, and, and sure, she was trying to convince him, you know, to, to come help her. So she's using that, you know, to her advantage, but it felt like she believed it a little bit. It felt like she was invested in whatever she was wanting him to help with that she wanted to get to the truth. Okay, once again, we have PPI now, Pete, private investigator, shaking his head. Talk to me, Pete. Okay, so, you know, Maddie's the good guy. Bosch is the good guy. Someone's got to be the manipulative <laughs> bad guy. So, sorry, honey, <laughs> go get that money. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, all right, he's not buying it. He's not buying it. What about you, Mike? I... I think something has changed with money since uh, the end of the, or not even the ending, even the middle of season seven, where she mm-hmm. takes a couple of bullets. Exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, it kind of, my, 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 hopefully it changed her demeanor where she's not always after mm-hmm. that money and she's after truth and justice. And she knows just the guy who can get the, get it done for her. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to have a, a life altering event, I'd say getting shot being in such critical condition like that would, would, was definitely life altering. So I could, you know, I hear you, Pete. I really do. I, I may be a little naive sometimes, but I hear you too, Mike, that, you know, maybe that has had a bigger impact than we thought. So let's talk about Maddie a little bit. The thing that stood out to me, she's not wearing her bracelet or now I'm assuming that she just can't wear that maybe um, in the Academy. What do you guys think? Or as a police officer. <laughs> yeah, as, as, yeah, as a beat cop. I mean, obviously, Harry can, as a detective, you have more leeway. But do you guys think that's just strictly a, a regulation type thing? When I was behind the scenes on episode four last year, mm-hmm. it was pointed out that Tim Mar- Marsha, or yeah, Tim Marsha, the uh, mm-hmm. technical advisor, former mm-hmm. RHD detective, did say she could not wear the bracelet because no no police officers would wear a bracelet like that where a bad a perpetrator, a bad guy could actually use it to their advantage. Mm, okay. Okay. How about you, Pete? Maybe she just was like, you know what? I'm a cop now. I'm going rogue, ripped it off and just started a whole new <laughs> life. And that's it. We only saw the good parts of the trail the first five minutes. Pete, Pete, <laughs> speaking of a whole new life, and especially since Jay's not here, we also didn't see Antonio in this trailer. Does she have a new life without Antonio, Pete? He got left behind with the bracelet. <laughs> it's a new life the bracelet's gone antonio's gone yeah we'll we'll have to see if either one turns up again hmm interesting yeah i would i would like to hear what what uh jay had to say about that speaking of we were gonna have another topic tonight pete you wanted to uh put on the agenda what was that topic oh that was why i'm cooler than jay cooler than jay yeah but then mike came in and i was like i'm not cooler than mike so we gotta scratch it (laughs) (laughs) 
No, oh, you can be man. cooler than me. It's all good. I'll let you. I'll let you have it for a few minutes if you want. <laughs> I mean, it's just no, but you can't force that kind of stuff. You just gotta have natural, organic answers like with me and Jay. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I miss that guy. I hope when the the bigger trailer comes out that he'll he'll be able to participate in the podcast. Well, that's what because... he's doing. You, like, listen. I, he says all these excuses. I'm on oh. to him. All right. Oh, you he's are. trying to make this grand debut for Bosch Legacy. You know, he thinks he's well of a Titus. He's going to show up during a big trailer and be like, yeah, I'm too big for the little trailer. You know me. I'm Jay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's going to save himself for the, for the big trailer. You see, it's always yeah. something. There's, there's always an agenda. And it's just so darn fun to talk about him when he's not here. So get back <laughs> soon, Jay. We miss you. All right. A couple of other things might want to talk about. There was a Coltrane sighting. Pete, you happy about yes. that? Yeah, it was brief, and I was hoping he was a main character. So let's just keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> yes, I hope. I hope that that was one of my questions. Do you think that Coltrane will help solve a crime? And I don't mean in a like silly way or something. I mean, you know, he helped him when those guys were attacking him at his house. He, he, Coltrane most certainly helped. Will Coltrane help solve a crime this year? I hope so, and I hope it happens in the first episode. This way, we can I can finally get my wish of a Coltrane corner, and we can discuss a piece of him every episode. You want to have Coltrane's <laughs> corner? Now that I, I would love to have enough Coltrane to have a Coltrane corner for sure. What's your guess, Mike? Yeah. Well, I'm hoping he just has more screen time than episode uh, okay. season six or seven in general. Okay. okay. I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm all uh, about the screen time and the naps and curling up with Harry, but. I like Coltrane in action too. I like him in mm-hmm. action. So, all right. We saw someone ask Harry about his father. Uh, he said, I never met my father. We spent a lot of um, episodes, seasons exploring uh, what happened with Harry's mom in the original series. Do you think we're going to get much story in the Bosch legacy about Bosch's father? Now, not talking about the books and what we know from there. Do you think in this series, there may be some more development and story about Bosch's father. I'll go first because I'm the naive clown who never read the books because I hate reading. <laughs> so I have no clue. Everything I say is on the fly, people. I'm just, you know, guessing here. Um, I believe because the mother was such an under, undercutting background thing in Bosch's life in the, um, the show that it just makes sense for Bosch's legacy to have an underlying thing with his dad and us to find out because they, the reason why they have a spinoff is to open up Bosch's world for us more. Sure. Mm-hmm. So we haven't uncovered that part of it yet. And they got to, you know, they got to go somewhere to make it, you know. T- so, yes, I believe there's going to be a lot about Bosch's father, maybe towards the end of season one, start of season two. But we mm-hmm. will get information. We will know what's going on. And I think it will lead to more episodes involving what, what happened there. And we're going to find out how unique he really is. Yeah, I like it. What about you, Mike? Yeah, I hope to see that too. Because, well, I'm hoping to see that too. Because uh, I know they posted a. I mean, there was one day where Twitter and Facebook just went off on behind the scenes photos, and that was when I can't. I think Titus shared his his older son, Eamon, was playing a younger version of Bosch. You know, sitting in a oh, jeep. Yeah. So I, I don't mm-hmm. think uh, Sokway shared that as well, and mm-hmm. Henrik and Conley, and so and I know that was a day when everybody was ecstatic to see Titus Welliver's kid playing, or another Welliver kid playing a younger Bosch. So hopefully yeah, they do cool. cover that. Hopefully yeah. they do cover something about his father. And did he say in the trailer he never met his father? Or he never knew his father. I can't remember officially mm-hmm. what the wording was. Never knew was. his father. So, yeah. So if he I says he never so. knew his yeah. father. 
that would be more in line with the books. He never really knew his father at all. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. No, that's a good distinction. That's a good distinction to think about that. I like it. Well, let's see. Okay. So Maddie's doing this voiceover narration in the teaser, and she talks about how her dad approaches his job and his career. And, and he says in one of the scenes, you know, your legacy matters and uh, what's it going to be? Is it going to be a mission or a job? So Maddie says, like either in the narrative, I guess in the narration, she says, yeah, it's, she wants to be like her dad. So she wants to be a, to be a mission. Is that going to happen? Like a, you may want to approach your career and your, you know, that way, but is she going to, is she going to have it in her the same way that, that Bosch does, or might that be a little bit more of a struggle for her to keep it as a mission and not just as job? I think it'll be more like a mission for like uh, her partner says in the trailer that it's some serious DNA with her mom being an FBI agent, a former FBI agent, mm-hmm. and uh, her dad being a detective for 20 plus years. I'm hoping it does become a mission for her as well, instead of just a job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I definitely hope so. And I think we all have ideals, but sometimes they're not, it's not always easy to achieve those ideals. So I, I think she has it in her. I think she's got the DNA, like they mentioned in the teaser. Um, but I was just curious if you thought that, you know, it would be, you know, like for sure, or if there might be some conflict there at all. So do you have any thoughts on that, Pete? Well, I mean, we saw Bosch color outside the line so much. I believe that um, Maddie is going to be somebody who colors inside the lines sticks mm. to a moral compass, doesn't break the rules at all. You know, basically everything that Bosch wish he could have been. So okay. I feel like that's going to be an aspect of it. You might even see, you know, at some point, you know, Maddie's got to let something go and Bosch is upset that she's letting it go. And mm. like I said, I feel like you're going to see some emotional swings with those two based on their decisions, her decisions in the department. Cause we already know what Bosch, the kind of decisions Bosch makes. <laughs> I think she's yeah. going to be a little more safe, secure. She's new you know, it's a different world than when Bosch was a beat cop. You know, he's been a, a veteran detective for so long. Yeah. With, with a reputation that whatever he, you know, Maddie can't go around and just, you know, punch the bad guy in the face and put him in cuffs. She has to follow the book. Or she's going to get in trouble. That's just Protocol. the way we have to evolve. Yeah. So I think that she's going to be like a really good cop, a smart cop, but a hunch that follows the rules. And I think it's going to lead to, you know, some struggles because, you know, if she catches, say, other cops doing something bad as kind of a prediction, you know, is she going to turn them in? Mm-hmm. She, she's not going right. to join them, obviously, you know, right. like, so right. then if she turns them in, she's maybe prior to the whole locker, you know, so we got, let's see how this plays out. You know, maybe yeah. someone doesn't like it because who her father was. Good point. So Good point. let's just yeah. see. The, I want to see the trials and tribulations she goes through, how she goes, you know, through the, yeah. through the rise of her career. That's a good point. And I, and, and you made me think that just for her to, to take her, job as more than a job to take it as a mission doesn't mean she has to approach it the exact same way harry did being a being a mission for her could still be coloring inside the lines like you said and a a different kind of approach so i I like that that's some good good food for thought what about this guy that um is i think he's flying a drone looks like maybe he's working with harry or helping him do you think this is someone we might see more of in the series or do you think it's just sort of a hey i need a guy who can fly a drone to uh, help me with this one case. No, no, looking I like forward him. to streaming. Yeah, <laughs> I like him. I think he's going to be the guy. Like you know, um, I forgot, I forgot his name. The actor that was with Honey Chandler for that season. 
Oh, when oh yeah, when we had um, you Hector know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I'm thinking of his yeah, Twitter yeah, yeah, handle. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm Hurst. thinking like maybe Ryan that's Hurst. yeah, Ryan Hurst. Hurst. Yeah, so Ryan maybe Hurst. that's like his yeah. Hector yeah. Bonner. Yeah. yeah, So maybe that's his Hector Bonner, where you know you oh. see the guy, you know, every couple mm-hmm. episodes when there's a case and he needs some information or needs somebody yeah. to go and you know do some digging, you know. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. The guy, I mean, just a little bit. We saw the guy on screen. And I'm sorry, I don't have his name written down or anything. I don't even know if it's available, but uh, seemed like he had some personality, you know. It looked so, really cool. Yeah. When you like, see somebody, you're just like, I want to have a beer with that yeah. guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. So, yeah, we'd like to see more. You too, Mike, you think you'd like to see more of this guy? Absolutely. And then uh, also with the, uh, I don't know if you're going to cover it, but I mean, we mentioned it earlier about the the guy who asked Bosch about his father. Mm-hmm. I always liked that actor, William Devane. Oh, yeah. I've been rewatching, mm-hmm. been rewatching 24 recently, and he pops up as the uh, Secretary of Defense, if I'm not mistaken. So, don't know if we'll see more of William Devane or not, but yes, this guy that pops up with the drone, I'd like to see more, find out more, obviously, because obviously a teaser trailer just leaves you with more questions, wanting, <laughs> wanting more, wanting more, having more questions. It's like, well, how are they going to cover this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So we did see, we mentioned this a little bit earlier, a, a brief, uh, Harry had a brief brush with, it had to be a fed. I mean, don't you think when he's like back, you got to back off Bosch. You remember that little clip? It could be anybody really. <laughs> I mean, yeah. come on. Everybody okay. knows Bosch well, tells the back then, off. Then that's the question. Was that some guy, was that a fed or you think it's anybody? You don't, you're not convinced it was just. I'll go, it could be anybody. So I'll go with the feds. The feds sound good. Uh-huh. But you're right. You bring a good point. I mean, even though he had that look and that demeanor, it could be it could be anybody. It could be somebody's private security detail or something. You know, it could be yeah. the CIA. It could be the CIA. What about See, you? Mike? I think it is private. It's, I think it's private security. I think because I just re-listened to the wrong side of goodbye uh-huh. a couple times um, because I'm just gearing up for the Bosch legacy. Uh-huh. I think it's the private security officer security private security for the guy or for the old guy who gives the case to Bosch to oh. find a mm. find an heir I think it's a guy named yeah. Sloan okay. so I'm hoping that's Sloan mm. from what I from what I've seen from the trailer it was only that one quick blur but in the in the book the guy's bald shaved you know heads type of thing uh-huh. so I think oh, that's the Sloan guy look at Mike pulling out from the books there well obviously go. Obviously, no, I, no, that's, I mean, books, so I just I, I made a big <laughs> assumption. So, no, I, I like hearing that. That's like that makes a lot of sense. So now you got me leaning that way. So. All right. Two more questions for you. We see briefly someone, I think, like someone maybe with a hood over them, like cuffed in the middle of a room, a dark room, like maybe they're going to be interrogated or something. Any thoughts there? Does that have to do with Maddie? Does that have to do with whatever Bosch is investigating? Does it have to do something with what money Chandler's working on or all the above any, any thoughts <laughs> that I have no idea. I don't remember that. Part could it be, in the book. could it be Harry? Uh, Is there any chance that's Harry? I don't know. It kind of looks like Harry walks into the room from the okay. trailer, but maybe that's uh-huh. the way the teaser trailer was edited, yeah. you know, yeah. just to yeah, make yeah, it look knows? like he's walking into the room. So yeah, I'm curious about that myself too. It was so brief and I'm assuming it's not Harry and maybe that's more hope than assumption, but. I don't think it's Harry. I don't think. I think. Oh, I, I, you hope for him being a hood in the middle of a room? No, I said I hope <laughs> it's not. No, I said I hope it's not Harry. 
hope it's not Harry. Not okay, Harry, yeah. Yeah. I said <laughs> I assume it's not, and I hope it's not. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, but I just it crossed my mind that well, maybe I shouldn't just assume it's not him. But no, I definitely hope it's not him. So all right, one more question for you. We know that storylines can con- you know will continue from the original series. Is there a particular storyline that you would like to see continue? If you from season one, seven or any of the seasons? Well, I guess carried over from season seven. Hey, what about you, Pete? Anything from season seven that you want to carry over? Um, no, but just for the sake of keeping this podcast consistent, I'll say that I hope to see more of Tom. <laughs> you want Tom to pop back up? Yeah, we got it. I mean, if we're not consistent, well, we're nothing. If so. Antonio's not there, and yeah, Maddie's but- like, "Oh my God, I'm so lonely. I just need somebody," and then it's like, "Ding dong, Tom, you're here." Oh, I'm so sorry, Maddie. Yeah. Or if he pops up, it's because he's investigating Maddie for doing something wrong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if Antonio's out of the picture, yeah, that that would leave room for Tom to come right back in. So. Hmm, yes. Interesting. Yeah, uh, you know, I'd love to see any of the other characters pop up. I mean, I think it's been widely publicized that at some point uh, Crate and Barrel will, will pop up again in this series, and I think that's great. But um, yeah, I'd well, like actually, to... Actually, let me jump Go in ahead. here real quick, because this yeah. was another question I was going to say. You know, mm-hmm. we were talking about spinoffs earlier, and when you have a good spinoff, you know, I remember when Frasier came out after Cheers and Norm showed up and I was a caller and I was like, oh, this is great. Like, I, this is my, these are my favorite episodes of like the show because I know these people and it's like a throwback right. and nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe with this kind of show, the way it's connected, my prediction, and you can mark this down and we could readdress it later, is that our main characters, for the most part of that department that we know, I believe each one of them during some point in the season will make a, a cameo or an appearance. Mm. Rather, it's a gathering with a bunch of people that he went to a party or someone's retirement or someone's marriage. Or like you said, with a, um, you know, with a the, um, crate and barrel come up during, you know, for an inter case, you know, we need your mm-hmm. help, Bosch. Can you help us? You know, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So yeah. I believe we're going to see every single person that we lo- know and love at some point throughout the season. I think that's a lofty goal personally but i would love to see it i would love to see it i i just think with scheduling and i, I don't know I, I think that would be hard to achieve but i would love for that to happen but i was surprised that you didn't jump right out and say you wanted some storyline just with j edgar like named him right out front because you're i i have a personal theory about that that um i'll just say this now i believe okay. that we're gonna have some sort of j edgar spinoff in in this whole mix at some point i don't think it's just gonna stop at boss legacy i think it's gonna open up more um oh. boss legacy is just to kick off i believe this is gonna be something big that imdb is going into i don't know nothing I'm just guessing <laughs> here but if i was to run a network that's what i would do there you like, go what i mean we gotta so come the- up with our dream list yeah so this Edgar spinoff would be Edgar Legacy. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, you Jerry can even Legacy. have in the department, you know, kind of like it was Bosch. Have it, you know, Edgar. <laughs> oh, there you go. I think I think <laughs> Pete actually wants it to be Edgar and PPI. You, yeah, you want a I mean, you want a buddy I, cop thing with Edgar and and. Well, I'm just saying you you can open it up. Look look at other shows that had you know one spinoff and then went to two spinoffs and three spinoffs. You know you get the numbers, you get the you know you get the attention of the fans. You know they listen. You get extra shows. So prime example, The Walking Dead. Yes. Yeah. There you go. It's a prime example. So hey, I'm here for it if if that can happen. Well, I know a lot of people would love to see a Crate and Barrel spinoff as well on Bosch Pit. 
Everybody talks about a crate and barrel spinoff that they should have their own. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that, and people yeah. are kind of torn whether it should be a comedy or drama or dramedy or. See, they can know, do it all. I, like I don't, I don't think you have to pigeonhole them. I mean, you, they can do it all. So yeah. All right. Uh, give me a word or two about the trailer. I don't think it's worth rating because I think we're such big fans. We're all excited, you know, five out of five stars. I, we, don't need, we don't even need to go there. <laughs> give me a couple of words about the teaser. Uh, that you take away from it. Jeez, uh, two. I'm gonna words. go with high energy. I love the energy level, the the music. Yep. Just you know, Maddie in action. Just it just felt pumped. I just so I like the energy. What about you guys? Putting you on the spot. Still, still thinking. <laughs> um, I'll jump in here. When I saw it, I mean, I watched it a few times, and the real thing that stuck out to me was that there was a lot of Bosch and Maddie. I mentioned it a couple times already. Um, I believe that the show is going to be very, like, I know, you know, no disrespect to Honey Money, but I believe mm -hmm. that, you know, she's not going to be, it's not going to be focused around three characters. I believe it's going to be focused around two, you know, with a, with a couple of sub characters, and she's just going to be one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, not, take nothing away from her. It's just, you know, our focus on the show. You only have a limited amount of hours to film and you got to catch us up on Maddie with the police department and you got to mm -hmm. do Bosch now. It's a lot to cover and um, mm -hmm. people want to see the action and the action is with Bosch and Maddie. The trailer reflects it. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I'm excited. The action and, and their mm -hmm. relationship, because when you've got something that works so well like that, their chemistry as father and daughter you, you got to explore that as much as you can, you know, you capitalize yeah, you, on that. So I think it'll be great to, to see more of that. All right. What do you have yeah, so on that, on that note, then, then I'm going to go with heartfelt because they always, every mm -hmm. time the two of them are on scene, you That's feel good. their, you feel their, their energies, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to say heartfelt and excitement because the excitement for, like you said, it's high energy, mm -hmm. the trailer. I mean, you see Maddie taken down, what at least two perpetrators yeah two people mm -hmm. in the trailer by itself one lady that yeah. jumps on her back is trying to claw at her face and then you mm -hmm. see her tackle somebody in an alleyway mm -hmm. so it's going to be very excitement excited you know watching every episode yeah with Indeed. that high energy and hopefully a lot of episodes <laughs> well we are so ready for it and we're excited to share all this with fellow fans and talking about the show and being excited about it together. Uh, leading up to the show, Mike has um, uh, something to share about a watch party. Tell us what's going on there that you have planned. Yeah, on Amazon, Amazon Prime Video, there's an option where if you use, your, you use your phone, tablet, or laptop, and you can start an episode, and or you can go, initiate a watch party and share a link to it. So what I'm planning on doing is doing a massive daily Bosch watch party where uh, it starts Monday, April 11th, where we start with season one, first two episodes that Monday night, and it's two episodes every weeknight, Monday through Friday. Okay. And then we'll do uh, half seasons on Saturday and then the other half on Sunday. So that way we can cover all 68 episodes all the way leading up to the day before uh, May 6th for the Bosch legacy drop. So so yeah, so April 11th through May 5th, two episodes, weeknights, half seasons on weekends. That kind of timed out pretty good for the uh, for the eight episodes of uh, of season seven. So yeah. it's like, oh, good, because I was thinking to myself, oh, wait, 
I don't need Friday because uh, season seven is only eight episodes. So that's four days. Sweet. Yeah. So it leads right up to it. And I probably won't be taking any any breaks. It'll probably just run it straight through. Okay. That way people can do if they have stuff to do Saturday, Sundays or weeknights. But like I said, I'll be sharing the uh, I'll be sharing the link on Bosch Pit for members of Bosch Pit. And the one downside to it, though, or there's a couple downsides, you can only have up to 100 people. Mm-hmm. on the Bosch watch party at a time and it's got to be in the same country so it's not like I can have people from the UK jump in but that's also time difference wise it might work out pretty good because UK is six hours ahead of where I live so when I started at 6 p.m my time it's midnight UK time yeah or 16 hours ahead in Australia so I know people right. around the globe won't be able to do it it's more like a U.S. thing for this one, for the one that I'll be doing, I'm hoping that other people around the globe, I was going to try to reach out to a few people, see if anybody around the world want to do their own, you know, just to kind of lead yeah. up to it. But it is a massive undertaking. Yeah. I've been kicking around the idea in my head for two weeks. Wow. And I saw the trailer and saw May 6th. I was like, okay, 68 episodes. How many weeks with, okay, darn, we can't do it. You can't, I mean, we would have had to start like a stakeout, like where we season Saturday, half season Sunday. We would have had to have started it that week, that weekend. Yeah. And I'm like, that's not enough time to kind of mm-hmm. get maybe some cast and crew to jump in and be a part of it as well. So yeah. I figured start it on April 11th, maybe get some people involved from the show and just have some fun time commenting yeah. on favorite parts, favorite lines, stuff like uh, that. So much fun to watch together and, and lots to keep us busy and until May 6th. So thank you for doing that. And thanks for sharing about that. Now, I probably cannot get through this podcast without being embarrassed that I will not get the answer to PPI's trivia question, but I hear that Pete has come up with a trivia question from the teaser trailer, so let's hear it, Pete. All right, well, you know me, so if anybody... It's an it's an easy question if you know me and you actually like, I guarantee you Jay would have got this because Jay knows me and he would have actually stopped every second to see what he's looking for. Um, in the end, the question is, what is Maddie's badge number? <laughs> I actually know the answer to this. Based <laughs> on Tracy's face, she had no clue, and no I clue. predicted before the podcast that Mike would know the answer without even looking up trivia because he has notes. All right, hit us up, Mike. Hold on, give me a second. You can't go back <laughs> and look Mike at a picture you took with her. You cannot go back and look. I didn't. At a I'm not looking at a picture. I wrote it down. Um, oh, okay. I, I'm not, okay, I won't. Can I go through my notes, or can you I can, just? Or should you I just can go, go it through off your notes? You, while you're looking at your notes, I, I will. Mike has some great. Uh, had a great experience going out to Los Angeles when they were doing some filming and had this great picture with uh, Madison Lentz in uniform. So I was like, I thought he was trying to go to that picture and zone in and look at the badge number, but no, you can look at your notes. No, I, right. I did that when I got home and got the badge <laughs> number. She did show me the badge and I, uh-huh. I said, I, I repeated the numbers, but obviously it was a full day on set. So I, I didn't remember it by the end. And I think when I, when I got home, I'm like, oh, I wish I would have got, I wish I were, cause I took no notes when I was behind the scenes. Okay. I was just absolutely thrilled to be on set you know so i was just taking everything and i wasn't pausing every five seconds going oh wait i gotta write this down oh wait i gotta write that oh sure sure (laughs) so my wife actually you know said well you got a picture with her in the uniform right just zoom in and see if you can see the badge i'm like oh okay so i do have the answer to that 
Okay, it's five seven three two five. Five seven three two five. All right. And and for our audience out there that's listening, this is exactly why I said earlier in the podcast <laughs> that Mike is cooler than me, so I cannot do that segment. So bring back Jay next week, so I can be cooler than him. <laughs> and I did come up with a awesome. trivia question too, if you wanted to. Oh, hey, let me be embarrassed twice. Go ahead. Okay, in the trailer, you see Maddie and Bosch sitting on couches in an office. There's two posters hanging on the wall behind them. Mm-hmm. What's the poster hanging on the wall behind Bosch for? Wanted, Antonio. <laughs> I'm going to go random, the Godfather. No, it is a movie poster. It's uh, You're going to love this little kick in here. It's the uh, Frank Morgan story. Oh, the Sound of yeah. Redemption that Michael Conley actually, I think, story by or produced. Oh, so it's cool. like a, it's a nod to it's a nod to Michael Conley. So when I was going through the trailer, I paused it on that scene a few times because I was trying to figure out because it's kind of in the black, you know, darkened in the background there. Uh-huh. So, I, so I had to pause it, take a screenshot, zoom in. I'm like, ah, oh, that is Sound of Redemption. So oh, it's nice. the Sound of Redemption Frank Morgan story, which uh, Michael Conley helped make about, what, four or five years ago, I want to say. Something oh, okay. like that. I think cool. it came out 2016, 2017. Hey, that, that trivia question has some depth. I like it. All right. Well, once mm-hmm. again, once again, PPI and Mike come through with the great trivia. And once again, I missed both of them, but it was fun. I enjoyed talking with you guys and exploring the teaser trailer. Look forward to a bigger trailer, uh, hopefully coming out. And uh, just so excited for the series. So thanks for, for talking about it with me. This was a lot of fun and uh, thanks for having me on (laughs) we'll be back with more from the everybody counts podcast as we get to dig into bosch legacy as it comes on may 6th so thanks again and we'll catch you next time bye bye everybody later